My name is Mark Karski, I love you guys. Give it up for Mark Karski, making it look easy. What's going on guys, episode 30 of The Comedian. Uh, I actually filmed the opening to this episode 30 a couple days ago. Uh, and I ended up not going to stand-up actually. The anxiety got the best of me, so I ended up not going. I missed two days. I missed the Shrine and Joe's. Um, I would usually be like hard on myself about that, but uh, obviously there's no point in doing that. Uh, my anxiety was just super bad. My anxiety's been terrible the past couple of days. Um, but I think I'm I'm getting I'm getting a hold of it. Um, not gonna turn around and check it out this time. It's a, a shotgun spot. I asked him if he could ride me in for a spot since I live far and I, I'm gonna be a little bit late, but uh, so shotgun spot is where you just get a topic and you riff, uh, improvise on the spot about the topic. So I don't have any material or anything like that that I'm gonna be using to perform. I'm just gonna be talking about whatever they say I should talk about and then work with the crowd and talking to them and shit like that. Uh, I'm excited to go back. It's been a week since I've been on stage, so I miss it. Uh, life is pretty mundane without the stage, to be honest, which is cool, which is a cool feeling, like, enjoying going and shit, and, like, actually really looking forward to it is, like, uh, a super good thing. That's how it should be. Um, and it's just gonna get better with time, I think. I'm just checking out to see if my necklace is too much. Uh, we got an extra hour of time of like daylight saving or something. Extra hour of sunlight. So that's cool, it's super nice out. Ah, uh, and there's gonna be a cop right next to me to the left, but it's super nice out, so, you know, mood's getting good. I've been going on walks and shit like that. Everything's, everything's good. Hopefully the anxiety can get a hold of that. And I'll be uh, good to be going on stage today, tomorrow. Hope, maybe I'll try Wednesday, do Thursday. Try and do four days in a row. I think maybe three days in a row they had me tired or something like that, I don't know. But uh, okay, love you guys, I'm excited for tonight. Hopefully I don't bomb. Mwah. Anyway, we have the shotgun round coming up again. Give it up for Mark Karski, give it up for Mark Karski. Yeah, what's going on, guys? Well, well, you, you're right there, how you doing? <laughs> I can't see anybody else but you, by the way, so. That's how, that's, what should, that's how it should be if you want to get picked on some firms. I called uh, Sue Chicks lesbians once and then bombed the rest of the whole time. It was terrible. The host even apologized. I was like, come on. That's not okay. Let's, let's hear the, uh, what's my fucking topic? You want to talk about Take it. You can take it. I, I want a new one. Memories. You got memories tonight, Mark. Mm. Oh, shit. It says, well, it, it says, I think I think too much. And then this, this one's an alarm clock. Right here. <laughs> My mom's like, look, a piece of shit. I'm like, that's a clock, mom. I like it. Thank you so much. I appreciate it. It's like, it's just me and you here. This is amazing. Um, so you said, wait, memories? Yeah, you got it. Yeah, you got it. Oh, Jesus Christ. Well, I don't really have good, I don't have like, a lot of memories. I feel like I just kind of just live, I just raw dog through life, just kind of see what happens. Evidently, you don't get tattoos like this, just planning shit out. You're just like, it's gonna work out. It's gonna work out or I'm gonna die. <laughs> well, we couldn't give a shit. I mean, it just happened and you guys wouldn't have to worry about it. I wouldn't be up here if I was dead. Well, am I? I could. Mm. I'm trying to think of a good, of a good memory. And since I'm up here right now, all my memories 
are gone. When you up here, you get like adrenaline rush of fight or flight, and your body's like, you don't need memories right now. You don't need to remember anything. Why would you need to remember when you're so scared? Hmm, memories. Does anybody have a good memory that's sticking up? If you say you can't stay like a holiday, it can't be Christmas, because those suck now since we're adults. Fourth of July, hmm, what was a good memory aside from the fireworks? The ice cream truck. The ice cream, on just the Fourth of July, is there like a sale? Every day? Oh, that was a good memory of yours, Dad? Feel that? I remember my dad. Oh, that's a terrible story. It's gonna not even say it. No, it's not even funny. Not you want me to tell you that my dad gave me an allowance one time, and I was like, oh, well, I'm not gonna get ice cream. That's a good story to you. See, that's why I stopped it. That's why I was like, I was gonna cut that shit off. It was like a Asian. Oh my god, the, the baby girl. They just throw them out in China. That's the one I was gonna do that story. I don't know if they actually do that. I heard that they do that. <laughs> To the girl children? Is that true? Yes. <laughs> that was a resounding yes. And we, that's a problem, right? Isn't that bad? Remember, like, abortions are bad. We're like, they're throwing our kids. So, wait, who said yeah? Me. <laughs> Did you Google that? No, um, I study political science. So. And like, today we're talking about chucking babies. <laughs> Welcome to class today, kids. You're lucky you made it this far in life. As you can see, these kids didn't. Because they were girls and Chinese. Just born at the wrong time, wrong place. If you're a boy, you could be making iPhones, huh? That's the other option. Don't act like they're, they have more nimble hands? Well, they're fucking up. I'm surprised you heard that. I mean, you're right there, so of course I heard you. But if they have more nimble hands, you think they'd be like, we need more of them in the iPhone towers. Starting with town. No! No! This dude's like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. I see people get canceled for Chinese jokes. I can't see it for this. I know nothing about Asian slave labor. You're so right. If I knew a lot about Asian slave labor, that'd be a problem. A white dude looking like me, and I'm like, I, uh, I went to school for Asian slave labor. It just really interested me when I was a kid. You ever just not make iPhones to flex on Chinese kids? That's probably the worst thing I've ever said on stage. It's my 30th time on stage, that's probably the worst fucking thing I've ever said. I already forgot it, speaking of memories. Uh, Hmm. <laughs> this would be a good memory. Hey, I just talked shit about the Chinese on stage. Anybody Chinese in the crowd? Statistically unlikely, there's a lot of them. I'm gonna end on that. My name is Mark Karski. Thank you so much. Yo, what's cracking, guys? This is episode 30 of The Comedian. I just got done watching it. This is the podcast portion where I review the set from last night. I took out the, uh, I won't be like always reviewing the set right when I get out of the, out of the, uh, out of the show. You know how, like I used to, uh, if you've been following this, sorry, I dropped a piece of paper where, um, I would talk about it right after I got out of the place, but I just usually don't feel like setting up the camera on the, you know, the Casey Neistat tripod. Actually, that's probably too old of a reference. I don't know if he even makes videos anymore. Uh, you know, the tripod that looks like uh, anal beads. That's what everybody says. It just, it's bendable and shit. That's the one I use, and I just uh, 
propped it up in the car. But that just, you know, and after I'm done, I'm just kind of exhausted and want to leave. But sometimes I'll feel like doing it. So we'll see. We'll play it by, we'll play it by ear, baby. But uh, it was an improvised set. My topic was memories. I didn't really talk about memories too much. I didn't stay honestly too much on the topic. Uh, I went off talking about it got good when I, I like watching it I was like man I'm glad I got out of that I'm lucky to get out of that one fucking alive I was <laughs> dangerous territory talking about the Chinese throwing out their kids just talking shit about the Chinese but I think it went good you know um if I was to give myself tips before oh one sec I need to fix this fucking light like if I was uh thinking like I would not ever if I wasn't just improvising and riffing, going off whatever comes to the top of my mind, because I talk on stage about how the memories go away and how you can't remember stuff, and that's the truth. You really fucking can't, because that's a fact that you're, um, brain, like when you have fight or flight, your brain's like, you don't need fucking memories. What do you need? Like, that was a real thing. You don't, it goes away. Um, so I don't know how you've, you just kind of got to, I guess that's where leaning on your material and stuff and having stuff ready to go is for. Um, the usual Spot tonight, Josephine. Today's it's Tuesday. Today, yesterday was Monday. That's how it works. Uh, <laughs> and I usually go to Josephine's, but they're canceled tonight. There are a couple other places I think I might go. It is a little gives me a little of anxiety going to a new place. To be honest, um, which makes sense. You know, you're not used to it. It's something new, but it's should be fine. I think I'll go. I'm definitely gonna try and go. Uh, my anxiety stopped me from going twice last week, but that's okay. It's not the end of the fucking world, right? So if you're a comedian, just know it's okay. Just It's like going to the gym. If you miss a day of the gym, it's not the end of the fucking world. You know, it's not one day is not going to make you fat. One day is not going to make you skinny. Just like one set's not going to make you bad and one set's going to make you the best in the world, right? Because um, they're just open mics. But uh, yeah, I would never have like wrote down on a piece of paper. Talk about ch the Chinese, ch Chinese children. <laughs> Some dangerous, not because like, it's dangerous territory just because you're, um, just because I'm like new, you know, like a season can be like, they could, uh, talk about it better. And like, you know, it's just like a, you want to talk about less, uh, topics that are, um, controversial, I guess, but I wasn't saying anything too, too crazy, you know, <laughs> but if anybody gets mad, you know, keep in mind, it's off the top of the head. So I'm just like, you could see me when I, I was like trying to catch myself when I was, I was like, Throwing the Asian kids like Asian kids out, I was like ah, and I had to like um, catch up to what I was like thinking. Like my mouth had to catch up to like when I you can like see me when I was saying what I was saying and like the, the Asian children throwing them out. I was like no, the Chinese throw out the girls. And then when I just started going on that like talking about it, like I just kind of like let it go. I stopped worrying about like what I was gonna say. Like you can kind of see it, you know, where like I laugh about it because I got it kind of wrong. I laugh about it and then I double down pretty much. I could have just skipped it, you know, but also when I, I noticed that I'm getting better at like noticing what's not going to be funny. Like, um, at first I was a little, I had to get into my groove a little bit. It's been a week, you know, I took those two days off sadly, but, um, I noticed, ah, oh, shit. I just forgot what the fuck I was talking about. What I was just, what my thought was. Um, but like, there's there's definitely a demeanor change. It feels like, um, and uh, there's one person in the front. She was a little talkative, a little too much to everybody. But like, I'm fine with that. Uh, there was a couple times she was actually talking during, and like, you can't hear her on the thing. But there's like a couple times where like I ignored her. 
Um, you could tell she wants to do stand-up so bad, talking to everybody. When they're up there, she's uh, she called the guy a dick because he was just going back and forth. But he sucked. He was fucking, that was cringe, to be honest. Ooh, he, like she was like, you're being, you're being a dick, right? <laughs> it was a bad back and forth. Uh, I love going back and forth with people. I love talking to people in the crowd. I think I might, um, well, today I have like some shit that, you know, stuff that I have riffed that I wrote, like I've watched the set and then I write it down. So I guess that's writing on stage. And I'm not um, just taking a shit on the audience. You know, I'm not just like, okay, I'm going to use you as my canvas. Go fuck yourselves. Uh, like I've literally heard comedians say, go fuck yourselves. Like that happened yesterday and it was real cringe. And what also happened yesterday was a kid who made, he made fun of the pizza at uh, a certain state. I mean, you can see what place I'm at. So the comedy shrine, he made fun of pizza at the comedy shrine. And then... I think they might not be letting him. I'm not sure if they're let because they said somebody said in a status that if you make fun of the club or whatever, especially when the owner's there, you might not be let back at the club. I'm like that would that's but it was it was kind of uh, I heard a lot of people go. Oof. Um, I think as he was talking shit about the pizza and how I forgot what he said about it though, but I want to know if he's gonna be let back in the club because if they're watching this, anybody who's it, like if if they watch this like uh. And they have that decision to let the guy back in the club or not. Yep. <laughs> he totally should definitely let a guy back in. Even if he talks shit about the place. I think he, he should let him back. Because it's an open mic. People are scared up there. You know what I'm saying? Um, but who am I to say? You know, uh, I don't own a club. And I probably won't. I will in the metaverse. Though I don't, know, I don't even know what that is. I'll know what it is one day. Gary V will shove it down my throat, I'm sure. Um... What else about the set? Memories was hard to talk about because, like, like I said, it's hard to even have memories. So thinking about memories you have in the past, I know that sounds weird. And, like, when I say, I notice this, that, like, when you say, I can't see any of you, but just you. When I say, like, it's hard to imagine as somebody in the audience, if you've never done stand-up, never been in front of a bunch of lights like that, that, like, what that means. Like, the person can literally... I know that I'm just re-saying what I said with a more stern tonality, but they literally can't see you. Not facial uh, fucking, what's that called? Ex facial expressions can't see that at all. Uh, nothing, because the lights are so bright. You can't see, like, that's why every new comedian, when they first get on stage, are like, holy shit, I can't see fucking anything every single time. That's what I said my first time. Um, but this uh, one girl got on stage for her first time, did pretty good. Actually, and she was like, "Oh, I thought he he said like she was like people say you can't see people in the crowd, but you really can't." I thought they were just joking, like that's legit. And I was like, "Yeah," and that made me notice that people in the crowd probably can't grasp how much you can't see them. Um, just for the people listening or anybody who hasn't, maybe you have only been doing like small bars, but they don't have like bright lights or anything like that. Um. It'll take you by surprise. It'll get you by surprise, but you get used to it. It took me, I would say, probably 15 times to get used to the lights, 10 to 15. Um, but, yeah, so today, let's see. Like, I, I messaged myself, um, like, jokes and stuff that I want to talk about. Uh, talk about, like, women love murderers. Um, like, how my cousin, I think he's like, technically my cousin, I think he's, like, like related. I think he is blood-related like that. Uh, the Hollywood Ripper. Um, 
like I, I put down that's like putting like women love murderers. That's like putting a backboard on pussy. They fucking they love murderers. It's weird actually how much women love. Actually, it's not Beauty and the Beast. That guy's a beast. So women love the fucking whatever you know. Or maybe I'm just watched too much Jordan Peterson. Um, kind of talk about how I kind of want like I thought about like how it's how I miss running away from the police. Like in my younger days, and that that's such like a white privilege thing to be like I miss that. Um, want to talk about like why do pedophiles exist? These are just like a bunch of. I think these are good points. Like why do pedophiles exist? Like you know Hezbollah, Hezbollah is over eighteen. The little it looks like a child. Like why this is illegal? You could legally jackhammer fuck Hezbollah. Got a couple of things here. Dropping my laptop when I had to go up to grab a laptop in school. Uh, and I randomly got an erection. I don't know. Maybe it was just the, me grabbing a laptop. Ah, see, there we go. Maybe it was me grabbing a laptop and just associating that with porn. I just started getting a boner. I'm like, I have to do something. I'm walking past everybody. I'm about to be fully bricked up in front of everybody. So I just dropped the laptop. Just fucking broke that shit. Better, better than having a small erection. A couple places. I could choose from literally a couple. I think there's two places to choose from. Both an hour away, of course. Um, one's in Chicago. I'm not sure how how Chicago it is. You know how how deep in the bitch it is. Um, and well, I mean, but they're both an hour in every direction. The closest one to me is a half hour, and that's every other Sunday. And I did kind of bad there, but it was an improvised set. I didn't go up with any material. Now I have you know some material from improvised sets that I think. Okay, actually, those were topics right there that I just said are, are not from improvised sets. They are uh, obviously just ideas in my mind. Like, I would not go up on stage and talk about, um, like, today, like, that, that would never have been a plan for me to go up. And it sounds like I'm um, backtracking or trying to, I don't want that to seem like what I'm doing. I'm trying to just look at it objectively. Like, as a new comedian, I would never be like, okay, I'm going to try and be funny about this. That just happened. It just, like when you're on stage, it's a roller coaster, right? And I noticed instead of, you got to lean into it. Like you can notice before I really lean into the Chinese throwing out the babies thing, I was, I was, I was kind of scared of saying it, but I was like, fuck it. Here we go. We're going down the roller coaster. There's nothing you can do now, buddy. That's, uh, that's the best. That's the best part is when like you're about to go up, take a deep breath. What I do is I go, Boo. And he says my name and I go up there and it's good. It's a good time. It's fun. I love it. That's probably the best part of my life, actually. Dead ass. It easily is. Um, Cause like if you're having like, you know, with me, at least with people, I get like almost forced to be in a good mood. Uh, Like in a, like if I'm like in a bad, like I have to is it shuck and jive or chuck and jive? I don't know. I have to fucking do the, I can't, I don't want to be a sad bitch around you. You know what I'm saying? Like, like let's say I'm anxious I will probably be un, like in front of people, at least unanxious, right? Because I don't want to come off as like, I don't know. I don't want other people to feel bad because I'm feeling bad type shit, you know? So like my dad was kind of the same way when he had cancer. You could not tell he had cancer until like it, when we were away from people, like like in front of people. It's not like it's a facade or anything like that, but it's just like maybe it's a, um, I don't know. I'm not sure because it's like maybe that's what an extra extrovert is like where you get energy and uh, not happiness, but like energy. I guess happiness, happiness from being around people and stuff. Like it definitely changes 
uh, how I'm thinking. Like, if I'm in a bad mood and, like, somebody's dropping off a package and I'm like, oh, thanks or whatever, you know, it's like you'll instantly stop thinking about the terrible day and shit you're having or whatever. So um, that's what going on stage is like. You know, you, you can't really be think. You also can't think. There's no thinking, like I said. So you can't think about the bad day you're having because you're going to do stand-up. So life is good. You know what I'm saying? I'm very grateful. I'm grateful for the opportunity to work. That is the biggest driving force in my life, that quote. I don't know where I found that, where I heard it. I did not make it up. Be grateful for the opportunity to work. Because back in the day, not everybody could, like, have a side hustle at night, right? Remember, the Internet didn't always exist. Um, just take every opportunity you can, every at-bat you can, like, no matter what it is you're doing, you know what I'm saying? Um, you're a chef, make harder di- I don't know just keep getting better at everything you want to do like a lot of things get harder as you do them right um like stand up is something that gets easier as you do it uh like you get more confident your jokes get funnier um you get to do better crowds so just everything gets better and better but you get, and then you start eventually getting paid and stuff but like let's see we're, like yesterday I had a really good moment of thinking about stand up of like comparing what my goal is now or like what opportunity like I was thinking of like that one person uh, asked me to be on their showcase where it was a 10 minute spot and I'm like I don't even have five minutes but like so that's like kind of what I want to I got to get my five minutes and then hopefully like a and then start getting like a loose like two different fives and then maybe like 15 ish and then because I'll probably burn through material in a 10 or whatever because it's hard to practice at 10 minutes but nobody pl- does 10 minute spots for open mics for you to practice or whatever so but uh, she says they do that all the time, the showcases. So that would be super cool to do that. Like like having to develop material and then have it work into a 10-minute spot. Like I almost wanted to cry thinking about like, holy shit. Like that is actually something that I'm working to. Like that's a goal now. It's not the goal isn't, oh, man, I hope I get up on stage. You know, like it's seeing 60-year-olds up on stage is very motivating. You know what I'm saying? Because... I think a lot of people have the um, the thought process of, like, the KFC guy didn't make it big until he was 60-something. It's like, that's not going to happen. Not going to work out that way. It's not going <laughs> to work out very well. 60-year-old, oh, you're going to have to be a YouTuber, a TikToker, or you have to start an Instagram, all this stuff. It's like, what I'm trying to get at is, like, I was, like not I was, because, like, I, I'm pretty against giving, like, um, but, like, you're I was... One decision. You're always like, obviously, I'm like, one decision. I could have been like, no, nah, I'm not going to do stand up. Just letting the fear take over. Um, one decision away from being that guy. Because once you hit 60 and you're going to die in whatever years, you're like, fuck, I don't care what people think of me. And my guess is like the regret. I couldn't imagine the regret for not doing it, you know? And I feel like the growth is pretty good. Like, it's pretty quick. I feel like I'm, I don't feel like I'm uh, terrible. Like, I'm not scared of doing bad. Like, if a joke doesn't land, I don't really give a shit. Like, I'm not like, oh, fuck you guys. Or like, I, of course I care. I want it to work. But if it doesn't, it, I don't take it personally. I don't feel like, oh, shit, I'm bombing. Or like, I just know that I have a proof of concept already of making people laugh and stuff like that. I just got to be more myself. That's it. You know, and I don't got to like force things like force long form writing. Like, and I don't want that to be an excuse, not long form writing, but I don't get anything out of it. If you do, Get something out of long-form writing, your stand-up material. Don't look at me and be like, but he doesn't. If it works for you, then do it, right? Only do what works for you. Don't, you know, fucking, what's the saying? Like, 
bang your head against the wall trying to get through it, you know? Um, but tonight is not an improvised play, so I'm not going to, you know, I, I've seen like Mark Norman talk and ask people about topics, so maybe I'll talk, do a couple things and just make it seem, ask a couple questions and be like, anybody have anything they want to talk about? But like, I'll have the things that I want to talk about as well. Um, talk about losing my virginity at 14. Okay, I have that written down here. Um, yeah, that has, and her getting pregnant, like that, that's, that has a lot of funny there. I definitely want to talk about Virginia at 14. I don't know if you guys saw where I was talking about crab cock. I forgot which episode. That might not even be out yet. Oh, it, well, this is episode 30. I'm getting them all confused. So, of course, that's out yet. I talked about crab cock in one of them. I might, I don't know, because I only like to talk about things that are that really happened and stuff, because like, I don't like when people talk about things that aren't, you know, real, like like a fake scenario and stuff like that. I don't know. Like, I like when it's real. It really happened. When it's the truth coming out of you, you can tell when somebody's telling the truth. Like, when I tell the story of getting a boner when picking up the laptop, it's a true story. You know, like even if it doesn't get laughed, laugh, I'd rather... You can kind of tell just when it's fake. And I'm not talking about embellishing. I'm talking about when it's completely a fake scenario. Just like, do you not live? Do you not have substance? I don't know. But also, I think it's hard to get to personal stories and be more yourself. I think I'm, I have an advantage for being myself from doing YouTube for so long, you know, where it's just been me being myself and um, having so much support. You guys are amazing. Thank you so much. Um, like, that has helped a lot as well. Like, I get a ton of support. And the algorithm's get it's working it's getting back in our favor we're all in the green everything's in the green it's amazing both channels are in the green but i mean in the green is all of the uh the analytics it gives you youtube loves to just shit on you like if you're <laughs> if something doesn't go good you're just gonna see a lot of red arrows and like taking two years off of youtube i did my uh, main i just sounded like yoda took two years off of my channel i did uh my main channel is wine box poppy i took two years off pretty much like from 2020 to 2022 i pretty much posted 100 videos and you're like that's not taking time off that's that's nothing i post i like uh i have 720 videos in four years so like i at the time right before i stopped i had 600 and something now i have 720 videos so there's definitely a lull like a, a like it was mental health and all that stuff so now we're back post i'm posting like every single day like every other day on the main channel but then i'm also posting in between i'm posting shorts and i'm posting this um oh i might post the podcast that i did uh at the in one of the in the green room at the comedy shrine with Rudy and AJ. It's Rudy's podcast. Um, it was good. It was 30 minutes. I have the video for it. Uh, hopefully the audio is good. Um, but everything's going good. I'm really grateful for where I'm at, where it's going. Very proud of myself, to be honest. Um, and I just look forward to getting the, uh, getting the material, having the material, and then going out and doing like the, the next level of like 10 I mean, it's like, of kind of just, you know, like, what's the next, not to be a dick, you know, but I, I can't wait for the next level of people of meeting, like, because, you know, open micers could be any schmuck. Any person can do that. Anybody can go to an open mic. It can literally be just some drunk, depressed dude, which it is a lot of the time. <laughs> like, I can't wait till, you know, the next one where you're like, you're chilling with, the, like, you know, when you're one of the guys, you know, like I see videos of like. Theo Vaughn, uh, Bobby Lee, uh, all those people hanging out at the comedy store, and it just looks like such a good time. I'm talking about like like 
that version, like my um, generation's version of that. So like meeting, not saying people aren't cool or funny or anything at the places that I go to. It's just like we're all open micers. We're all like nervous and sensitive. We don't know each other. I also look like I'm going to fucking wear your skin or shoot up your high school. And on that note, thank you so much for watching. I appreciate you guys so much. Thank you also so much for listening. This is streaming everywhere if you don't want to watch my perfect eyebrows. Um, if you want to support this comedy journey, uh, patreon.com slash wineboxpoppy. Got a Patreon podcast as well that goes on there, and there's some old vlog clips. Uh, I might do a vlog again one day. We'll see. I don't know. But uh, definitely the Patreon podcast is going to be a consistent thing. And if you don't want to do that, uh, like, comment, share, subscribe. That helps so much. Let's get the name of this shit out there. I want, I want this. What I don't know what the goals is. I definitely want to hit ten thousand subs by the end of the year. I think that's totally doable. It's two thousand away. I think that's absolutely doable. Um, but yeah, I guess that's the goal for right now. That's not. That's a vanity metric. So who cares? I just want to get the word out there and see because it seems like people enjoy it. Nobody's like this fucking sucks. Also, the likes is at a one hundred percent like rate for every single one of them. So. That's dope. I love you individually, unconditionally, every single one of you. Mwah.